Hey guys, welcome to episode 11 of the Sergeant Susie Show. Today's episode is going to be about binkies versus thumb sucking and attachment planning for your kids. So let's jump into this episode. Hey everyone. Welcome to the Sergeant Susie Show, a podcast about mamahood and raising well-behaved children who grow into respected adults. I'm your host, Kelly, and I'm here with my mom and co-host, Susie. Hey, Mom. Sergeant Susie, how are you today? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing good. We slept all night. Yay. (laughs) Sleep training, sleep training. (laughs) Yep, it's going good. But uh, today's topic is a good one, binky versus thumb. And Sergeant Susie's going to have to mostly take the lead because my son doesn't seem to care about either. Which is awesome. (laughs) It is pretty great. As long as he can soothe the self and go to sleep. Yeah. Yep, that's good. I have a lot of experience with it because, of course, my kids and daycare kids. So kids came to me that already had habits, and then I had my kids that I, I'll say manipulated, not manipulated, I guess that's not the word, planned their habits a little more. How's that sound? So uh, my big thought on this, after being around a lot of kids and seeing a lot of different things happen, you can't take a thumb away. I mean, that's... You know, everybody kind of knows that. But if a kid, if you don't give them a pacifier binky, whatever you call it, we used to call them pacifiers. um, If you don't give it to them and they need to suck on something, they're going to suck on their thumb because it's there. And then they might be five or six years old still sucking on their thumb because you can't obviously take their thumb away from them. And that that can cause uh, orthodontic problems in their mouth, you know hygiene problems because you know who knows how dirty your hand is and you're well, sticking your thumb and i will say while charlie's not a thumb sucker he sure is chewing on his fingers with teething yeah um, and yeah so now that he's really moving around i know he's putting whatever he's touching back in his mouth <laughs> but but i will you know. say i mean this is old school but they used to say you need to eat a peck of dirt which is a third of a bushel if you don't know what a peck of dirt is um <laughs> in your life <laughs> So that your probiotics are good in your yeah. body. So, you know, he's he's not outside crawling around in the yard right now sticking his hand in his mouth. So he will be probably, but a little bit of dirt's not going to kill him. I mean, not, you well, know. Well, I mean, you can buy dirt that's meant for eating, <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Anyway. Wow. <laughs> okay, news to me. Yep. People will spend money on anything. Yes, they will. Okay, well, <clears throat> I'm going to... I'm going to kind of, so I gave you my thought on it because you can control it a little more with the pacifier. Um, I have a couple of stories with the pacifier. So, well, pacifier thumb kind of thing and, and what really pushed me thinking of a pacifier. So I'm going to start with, I, I had a little girl that I watched who sucked her thumb and she didn't come to, to me until she was probably three and a half age. And she sucked her thumb really deeply, like the whole thumb part of the hand was in her mouth. She had calluses on her hand from sucking all the time, and her mouth was shaped different, and her teeth projected forward. I mean, I I believe even her jaw and her, um, what do I want to say, the structure in her mouth was damaged by the shape. And just going to get worse. Yes. And, I mean, very attached, obviously, to her. It was always in her mouth. Even when we were eating a meal, her thumb would be in her mouth, and she'd pull it out to put something in her mouth, and the thumb would go right back in her mouth. It was constant. 
so she hardly ever talked either because her thumb was in her mouth. So I'm sure it was impeding her conversation. Um, so I asked her mother, I mean, I, only the first week I had her, I asked her mother, was it okay if I tried to get her to stop sucking her thumb? Because, you know, you try to, you know, you never know how a parent's going to feel. Yeah, you do need to ask. Yep. You don't want to overstep. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> I always say, you know, what do you think, right? What You want to know what I want to think. So her mother kind of put her hands up in the air and said, if you think you can get her to stop, go ahead. And I, I feel th- like you get that response a lot. Parents, parents that have just given up, and I get it. Yeah, I mean, there, yeah, there's yeah, a lot of frustration, and some things are quite difficult, but I, I look at things differently probably than the rest of the world. So <clears throat> I, don't, I didn't want to say, I'm sure this is what had happened at home. You stop sucking your thumb, pull your thumb out of your mouth, you know, cut it out, that kind of thing. It, there's got to be, I want to say, a reward for not sucking your thumb. And, and I don't mean a gift, and I don't mean a present. I mean, maybe, maybe a star chart. I'm okay with that kind of stuff with kids learning new things or stopping something but oh, yeah kids love stickers if i could get a sticker to put on my chart woo, that would be that's awesome yeah <laughs> that man. would be the top and like if you made it all week with stickers for something you get a big sticker at the end of the week i mean kids love that kind of stuff and you know i so anyway that i that what i meant that's what i meant as a reward <laughs> anyway so this little girl you know my brain was going okay what can i do so I, I thought you know all little girls love to have their fingernails painted <clears throat> so i took some fingernail polish and put some red pepper in it. This was a long time ago. And I do know now they have no bite nail polish. I'll interject. I actually have no bite nail polish. I will shame shamefully tell my audience that I'm a nail biter. And I've been trying to quit my whole life. <laughs> so I'm giving it another go. And I will say we ha- you have sections of your life where you went years without nail biting. Like a long time. Yeah, but I don't remember any time longer than a few months. So... I've um, seen some long fingernails on you. <laughs> I know. Well, <clears throat> anyway, so you'd think I should have done this to Kelly. I don't know why I didn't, but for nail biting, I don't remember. I'm pretty sure you did. I don't, yeah. Anyway. Well, I, well you were older, though, and it, I guess I couldn't be as consistent. Yeah. You knew what I was doing. With, but, a, with a smaller child sucking a thumb, instead, because nail biting people do that into their adulthood. So those of you that do it, put some cayenne pepper in your nail polish. <laughs> um, here's how that worked. She was thrilled to get her fingernails painted, and it doesn't come off right away. The taste as if you were to rub something on her hands, or she'd, she'd stick her thumb in and pull it out real quick with a funny look on her face because it tasted bad. And, and it would last because it was down embedded in the polish. So what, what I did was I had started this at the beginning of a week. In the morning, first thing, I painted her nails. And then before she went home, I painted her nails again so that they looked beautiful at home so her parents could see how beautiful her fingernails were. She had no idea what I was doing. And by the end of the week, I did it every day, by the end of the week, she wasn't sucking her fingernails, I mean, sucking her thumb anymore. Yeah. And she didn't even know why. It's amazing. And so now they make no-bite nail polish, if you've never heard of it before, that is made with safe ingredients. It's actually even made with nutrients to help your nails grow faster and stronger and healthier. And uh, the one I got is actually meant for kids. And um, it has uh, instructions that you're supposed to paint your nails every two days. So it lasts a while and it's awful. (laughs) Awful tasting. (laughs) It doesn't even look like I have polish on. It's like a matte finish. So it's really great. Oh, okay. That's good. I should have got a patent on my cayenne pepper nail polish. (laughs) Mom always joked around about making chocolate flavored nail polish for me because I hate chocolate. Yep. (laughs) I mean, we're talking, I did this probably 
30, over 30 years ago when I, yeah. You could have been rich. I could have been rich for all the people that chew their fingernails and suck their thumb. I don't know that they've ever, it's called no bite nail polish, so they don't even talk about it. Oh my God, mom, I still have an idea and I can't say it on here because then the people will jump on it. So (laughs) I got to write it down. You guys are going to hear me scribble for a second. (laughs) She's too funny. Okay. Well, that, that was, that was my thought on getting a kid to stop sucking their thumb so now that there's no bite nail polish it's even easier anyway so I'm going to move on to the next thing with this so almost every kid gets attached to something like oh yeah the pacifier let me I just did a funny motion and noise (laughs) (laughs) you hear that has a funny story I do have a funny pacifier well so attachment yeah people get attached to or babies and kids get attached to their binkies too Yes, they do. They get very attached. But and Sergeant Susie didn't care. <laughs> this this is where, what do I want to say? I, I Well, you get to a point. Everybody gets to a point with something. So Kelly Kelly had a binky. She was attached to it. All, all kids are. I mean, you know, they're attached to their thumb. They're attached to their binky. Remember I said you can take a binky away? I said pacifier, right? Mm-hmm. Anyway, she was not very old. I want to say under six months. I'm pretty sure under six months. And very attached to her pacifier, but she had figured out a way to fling it across the room. And it it was rubber. I think it was made by Playtex. It was the same as the nipples on the uh, bottles that we used, so that it was familiar. So I had gone with that, and there was nothing hard on it. So the part that was in her mouth was soft. The part that was on her face was like a rubbery. And the ring on the back for you to pick it up by was also like a stretchy kind of rubber. Anyway... She would stick her little index finger in that ring and hold, I guess she's biting down on the pacifier real hard, holding the suction, and she would stretch the ring. Look, I'm having to demonstrate with my finger while I say it. She'd have to stretch the ring as far out as she could. And, the, I mean, the pressure must have been awesome in her mouth, like amazing amount of pressure because... Don't like, be too impressed, everybody. <laughs> well, <laughs> strong little baby. Um when she would let go with her mouth, the thing would fling across the room or wherever you were. It would go all over the place. So we were coming, and I'd correct her all the time because, you know, then I got to go get it and wash it and take care of it. Anyway, and, she, and she'd giggle. I mean, she, she knew she was doing something. I mean, she knew. So we were coming out of a store. I had her in my arms, and I was holding her sister's hand. Her sister would have been about three. And I don't know if I had a bag with stuff in it that we bought in a store or what the deal was, but my hands were full. And there she goes in the parking lot. She's doing that little trick with the ring. And I'm going, don't you do it. Don't you do it. It's going to be gone. If you do that, it's going to be gone. Because that was the only pacifier we had with us. I'm sure there was another one at home. But I'm like, if you do it, that's it. We're done with it. I'm done. And you had this little smirk on your face. Like, here it goes. Here it goes. <laughs> <laughs> it flew across the parking lot and bounced under a big truck. And I just kind of shook my head. And I said, well, we're done with that. And when Sergeant Susie says, that's the last one, that's the last time we're done, she means it. I do, with everything. I'm, <laughs> I am that way. When I tell somebody something, I mean it. I, with- think, I think that is the basis of your effectiveness. Everyone knows you're not joking. And, that's true. And that, and that there's no wiggle room. I'm, I'm serious <laughs> when I tell you something. Yes, I mean, when I tell a kid not to do something, and then they do it again, 
I don't give them 20 more chances or, you know, that's a whole nother topic. But the pacifier, it was, even though she was really little, it was like, all right, we're done with that. And when I said we're done with it, I didn't just mean that particular, that one for sure, because I wasn't going to crawl under a truck to get it. But I didn't get another one out at home. We were done with the pacifier. Luckily, she was old enough that she didn't then take her thumb. I guess I would have had to, might have had to sway if she went to a thumb, but um, that was it for that pacifier. Do you know what image came to my mind is we could have started, we could have started like a roadside circus and I could have been the amazing six-year-old <laughs> who shoots a binky at a target and hits the bullseye. And we would have been rich. <laughs> we would have been rich doing that too. Oh my gosh. All right. So let's talk about um, the attachment planning Yes, attachment planning and why I did attachment planning yep. because there is a, I got another funny story. There's a, there's always a story behind why you do something, most people. Um, so when I was expecting Kelly's older sister, so our first, uh, we were in a department store, my husband and I, walking through the store and there was this parents with a little girl that I would say was uh, between three and four, right around that age. And she obviously had with her the one thing in the world that she was so attached to, and it was huge. It was a big, hard doll that was as tall as she was. I mean, it had to be two and a half to three feet. A hard doll? I need you to explain that. Wasn't a soft, plushy, oh, stuffy okay. thing. It was <laughs> yeah, a hard plastic doll. Like, oh, that's yeah. weird. I know. Okay, anyway. Anyway, but it was so it was it was so big that she couldn't carry it. She was holding it by the hair dragging it along behind her in the store and I have to say it was filthy and you could tell it had been everywhere the hair was all matted and knotted the clothes were dirty the doll was dirty just because it was old it had been with her for a long time and when we got far enough away from them I said to my husband our kids are never going to be attached to something big that's hard to clean. Ew. And think about all the places that means that doll went. What if they had to go in the bathroom and to restaurants and it's always coming back in your car and, and, and it's just, probably sleeping with her. There's, oh. They're not washing that every day. How do you get it on an airplane? <laughs> like, well, and, 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 and it's bigger out, than a carry on. And when she was outside, <laughs> it was dragging on the ground where people's dogs <sighs> go. And, you know, I just, it was, I and, just gross. It was just, it was gross. And I was, I want to say I was pretty far along pregnant. I was at least, at least six or seven months at the time because I had a big belly on me because I remember I went hunting something that would be some ideas for attachment. Hunting. Yeah, hunting. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, and I had some varieties of things before the kids were even born because I didn't know what I was having back when everybody was surprised. I love surprises. Um, so I had boy stuff and girl stuff that were small, washable, soft, and I'll say a... a a little plushy, not, you know, they, the girls each had ended up with a little plaid pink doll that was adorable, had a little rattle in its head. But if they rolled over on it, they wouldn't get a spot on their face. It was soft. I could throw it in the wash. And I, and I bought extras so that I could trade them out. <laughs> that, yeah, that's really smart. And, and so none of them seemed brand new. Because so, if you were to take one that a kid had for a year and a half and throw in a brand new one, that would not work. That happened once, and I it was did. very upset. That was because something got lost. <laughs> did it get lost? I'm thinking I, I'm thinking the doll got lost. I, I was that, or it was so worn that you were like, nope, it's got to go, which I, I could understand as a parent. Like, it's gross. It's time to replace it. But we traded out for a long time. Yep. And, and then the girls also, instead of being attached, I planned this too, 
to a big blanket that gets dragged around. Um, they had a pillow. I, I made a little small pillow, and, and my grandson and both my granddaughters have little pillows. I made them, too. Um, kind of about the size of an airline pillow, wouldn't you say? That's about mm-hmm. the size. And anyway, I made a couple of pillowcases and uh, put little tags on the pillowcases so they have taggies to suck on if that's what they need to do. Some kids need that. Um, and the tags were ribbons when I say tags, if you don't know what I'm talking about. Little, little folded-over pieces of ribbon like the tag on something that all kids love. But the pillowcases get washed. And there's a couple of them so they can get switched out. And if they're in a car, they bring a pillow. It gives them something to lean on. just stays in the car. How do you make sure that that thing is what the child is attached to? Well, I mean, it's different now because you can't put anything in a crib with a kid. When you guys were little, you you were probably six months old. I started putting a little pillow in the crib with you. which You know, people are gasping right now probably because we, sure. weren't, we weren't told any different. There were... Charlie has stuffies in his crib. It gives him something to play with when he wakes up. There was baby bumpers, which they tell you are so dangerous now. And, I mean, we, you know, blankets. I mean, we had all all kinds of stuff. So, um, but the pillow was with you, and then we took it in the car. So it was something you had with you. And that little doll, that's what we always took. So you were attached to it because that's what you always were around. Okay. You know, you were familiar with it, let's say. Gotcha. So that's, right. that's how we did it. But the planning for it to be something small and washable was all stemming from that story of that great, big, dirty, ugly doll. Yeah. Well, and if you have the opportunity to get the multiples, that's so smart so that you can just grab whatever current one is in the ready to go in the laundry and have a clean one to and, swap out. And nobody cries for two hours because they don't have their favorite yep. thing. And, and the chance that you lose one. And it happens. There's a backup or two. Haven't you all seen like an airline stewardess posting something of a little teddy bear that's flying all over the country and who does this belong to? Yeah. And it's always well-loved. We'll call it well-loved. So Charlie has some favorite stuffies, but there's no, no one stuffy he has to have yet. Do you remember when that attachment starts to form? Like, will he start to favorite have a favorite something? Well, he probably will. He might not because he's almost a year old already. You guys had stuff in the crib with you when yeah. you were younger. I mean, we have, we have pretty, like, equal, like, conversations. And, like, the stuffies all have names that his daddy and I have assigned them. And they go on little rides with him. And he's got multiple that he sleeps with. So we're not really putting emphasis on one thing. I wonder if that will be beneficial. We'll find out later. <laughs> yeah, it's a test, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, see, I put... I put one thing out there it was that little plaid pink doll that you had yeah I know you remember it because it was around for years <laughs> um but that was the one we always put in with you so that's the one you got attached to yeah hmm. familiar just familiar yeah, yeah. Well, cool this is great well um I think that probably wraps up this episode but we have one thing I want to celebrate so here it goes we have our first Patreon member that has joined the Sergeant Susie crew. I want to give a shout out. Thank you to Karen Chiratini. Thank you so much for your support of the show. Let's give her a round of applause. Woo! Yay! And so if you would like to join the Sergeant Susie crew or become a sponsor of the show, just head over to our website at sgtsusie.com and you can find our Patreon link there. So, Sergeant Susie, may we fall out? Yes, we may. All right. Thanks, everybody.
Thank you so much for choosing the Sergeant Susie Show for your entertainment today. We'd like to see you back here for our next episode. Like and subscribe to the Sergeant Susie Show on our various social platforms like Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. And tune in for future episodes on your favorite podcast app, including Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and others. Be sure to visit us online at www.sgtsusie.com to dig deeper into our story and to submit your burning questions, which we are eager to feature on the show. Thanks again for joining us, and we look forward to sharing our next episode with you soon. Until then, happy parenting. Please note that the views and opinions expressed by the host and guests of this podcast, The Sergeant Susie Show, are their own and do not reflect the views or opinions of any agency or organization they may work for. This show is for entertainment purposes only and is not intended to provide professional advice and should not be taken as fact or used for commercial purposes.